Hello and welcome to our first ever episode of A is for Anarchy. I'm Guildenstern. And I'm Rosencrantz. These are not our Christian names, you understand, but the pseudonyms we shall be using throughout the entirety of this podcast and any subsequent ones. Quite. What you heard there was a rambling speech by my partner. From here on, I shall endeavour to keep her lines at to a minimum. That's comedy partner, I hope you understand. Guildenstern was not using the word partner in anywhere close to a kinky way. I'll have none of that here. Right. We are reluctant to reveal our given names for numerous reasons. There are at least a millionfold. Well, twofold at least. Three at a push. Firstly, we have distinctly boring and unmemorable names. We are by no means the Apple and Harper Sevens of the same world, and we are relatively thankful of that. If you, the valued listeners, or more likely listener, decide you do not care for our own not-so-unique brand of humour, it will be preferable if we just were forgotten about in the midst of time. Never to be spoken of again. This could be considerably more difficult if the general public were aware of our identities and were able to attack our houses. And thirdly, Guildenstern. And thirdly, Rosencrantz. If by some miracle we manage to make it this one of our more successful ventures... Unlike A-level maths, you mean? Exactly, unlike A-level maths. We may rub people up the wrong way. Again, not in a kinky sense. So what you consider our role in the diverse and tightly woven fabric of today's society? Rosencrantz, our role is to provide humorous material to the masses. Or jokes to the singular person who downloaded our podcast. We aim to provide you with an alternative outlook on articles we find comical. Or funny news stories from any time in the past, present or future. Of course, perhaps the most fertile ground for our own brand of unique, undeveloped satire is politics and politicians. Or lies and liars. We hope to understand the various limitations of creating a podcast in the current economic climate with an inadequate funds and talent. If you do not happen to already know these limitations... Because we didn't until relatively recently. They will become painfully obvious when you hear what passes as our theme tune. So... So, should we get on with the show then? Yes, let's. Describe the events of the 26th of March 2005. Yes, I'd be going around doing my rounds, and I when I heard a rustling in the bushes. And this was your regular postal route? Yes. And then what did you do? I stopped to listen for what was causing the noise. Did you find it? No, so I continued on my way. Interesting. Well, there's no need to patronise me, miss. I apologise, and then what happened? Then... He jumped out at me with a vicious cry and a look. I thought I was a goner. And can you see your attacker here in the courtroom today? Yes, it is he. The one with the plumage. Devon is quite possibly the only county where it seems fit to report a postman being stalked by a pheasant. That was a genuine news article. A postman being stalked by a pheasant. Well, we do crazy things here in Devon. Well... Yeah, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? I voted Lib Dem. 
Welcome to the University of Oxford. I trust you had a pleasant journey. Very pleasant, thank you. Good, good. And what college is it that you're joining us from? Scurryford College. State Comprehensive. Right. Did any members of your family attend this college or the university in general? No, I'm here on my own merit. I think we took the poor, underprivileged, and not a fellow box with a previous applicant. Guess we'd better go through the formalities. Right, let's get this interview underway. So, I thought we could discuss the discovery that light is a form of electromagnetic radiation. I'm sorry, I thought I was interviewing for a place on your history course. It happened in the past, didn't it? Well, yes, I suppose it did. There is no supposing about it. The discovery that light is a form of electromagnetic radiation is not happening now. It will not happen in the future. Therefore, it must have happened in the past. So tell me about the discovery that light is a form of electromagnetic radiation. Okay. James Clerk Maxwell first formally postulated electromagnetic waves. Maxwell derived a waveform of the electric and magnetic equations, thus uncovering the wave-like nature of electric and magnetic fields, and their symmetry. In 1873, 70 years after Thomas Young presented his experimental results on the nature of light, Maxwell published his theory that accounted for the physical origins of light. Throughout the 19th century, many of science's greatest minds dedicated themselves to the study of two exciting new ideas, electricity and magnetism. Maxwell's work synthesised these two ideas, which had previously been considered separate phenomena. The speed of electromagnetic waves predicted by the wave equation coincided with the measured speed of light, and therefore Maxwell concluded that the light itself was an electromagnetic wave. Correct. Well, thank you. Uh, you'll be hearing from us shortly. Not a chance. Psst! Rosencrantz! Rosencrantz! Guildenstern! What? Shh! Keep your voice down. When will you learn? You're Rosencrantz and I'm Guildenstern, okay? Sorry, why are we whispering? I think they're on to us. Who? The government. Shh! They're not, are they? That guy outside. He's a spy. What, Fluffy Bunny? Don't be ridiculous. What makes you say that? Rosencrantz, keep your voice down. I think it was a trilby. Trench coat, the briefcase, and the newspaper. The two eye holes cut in it that gave him away. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Perhaps he's just a businessman from the 1920s in America who likes to keep up with foreign affairs but doesn't like to miss out on the events around him. He's called Fluffy Bunny. Maybe that's just a whimsical nickname. He's a spy. With a name like that, he's probably a Lib Dem. Well, what do you think we should do? I think we should prepare for the worst. What? Our funerals? And our wills. Well, you can have everything I am. What's that, then? £3.67. Great. What music do you want at your funeral? My way. Oh, by Frank Sinatra. Nice choice. No, by the Sex Pistols. If I go first... Which is what I'm anticipating. Will you read the eulogy? Of course. I'll be honoured to. Well, you are my best friend. Well, that's less of an honour. It's easy to be best friends with someone who's only got one friend. A 
That's not true. I have plenty of friends. Shh, like who? Let's do that. That's funny. That's not true. I have plenty of friends. Shh, like who? Well, there's you and Fluffy Bunny. He doesn't count. He was sent here to spy on us. How can you consider him a friend? Does he speak to you? Well, no. Then he obviously prefers me. You're definitely going first. Hey, did you fill out a form we were given? Yeah, why? Who did you put in case of emergency call? Because I put you. I hope you don't mind. No, that's fine. Except if you're in an accident, I'm likely to be there anyway. You're likely to be the cause of it. So who did you put? For what? The emergency contact. A doctor. What? If I was in an accident, I asked them to call a doctor. You can't just put a doctor. You're meant to leave a bloody name. Well, I'll put a though in front of it then. No, you no, you can't put the doctor. Because I hardly think Matt Smith cares about what ridiculous scrapes you've got yourself into this time. He might. But I'll go back and change it later. So who are you going to put? House. Heart. It's only a safer choice anyway. I know the doctor's a time lord and everything, but house is the medical training. Well, when I said you couldn't put the doctor, I meant all fictional ones, not just him in particular. Sorry to ruin the illusion, but I think Hugh Laurie will be in the same boat as Matt Smith. Even if house actually existed, me taking to the hospital because you've attempted to fix the G key on your laptop and it's flown off and hit you in the eye at high velocity again... It's hardly that exciting case for him. No. Well, I may as well put you then. I wouldn't. I'll be all for pulling the plug. Ow! Okay, I'm bored. And how's that my fault? We you played another fake game. You said I'm bored, not suicidal. Come on, it might be fun. You're really good at it. I know I'm good at it, but you're not. I might surprise you. I doubt it. Oh, don't give me those puppy dog eyes. Please. Fine, fine. Move it at the window. <laughs> yes. P-O-L. Police. Prolixity. That's not a word. It is, it means using an excessive amount of words. Alright. A-L-T. Ailment. Ameliorate. What? It means to improve. P-L-N. Aeroplane. Pleonastic. Okay, what did you do? Swallow a dictionary since the last game. Alright, we'll do one more. C-E-D. Cedar. Clanked. Hey, no, no nouns. Clegg is a name. No, it's a verb. I'll prove it. Aha, here. To Clegg or to be Clegg, meaning to be sidelined. Well, I'll be damned. If you conclude what we hope has been a pleasant listening experience, we would like to leave you with this final thought. A country can be judged by the quality of its proverbs. Some English ones include, Every woman would rather be beautiful than good. And all cats are grey in the dark. If you've enjoyed our podcast, contact us on the Facebook page A is for Anarchy. 
Or, alternatively, feel free to send us an email about anything in regards to, well, anything. Uh, well, anything at all. We're happy for any suggestions. We just want people, to be honest. We want fans. We want fans. Please. Um, the email address is rosencrantzandgildenstern at hotmail.co.uk. Right. I think she was Rosencrantz. I think she has been Gildenstern. And we would like to confirm that neither of us are dead. Thank you.